Hey Clonex fam, this is Lost and Found. Welcome to another episode of Clonex Radio. Today we have Boo Botcher. He's an artist, a producer, he's a toy creator. Boo's been around for a hot minute. We, uh, we chopped it up briefly at the Gagosian opening. Um, you and your lady, uh, she had that pink suit in her bag uh, with your, your Murakami flower on it, I think, right? Hell yeah, my lips. Yeah, yeah. So uh, give us a little introduction with yourself. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, Boo Botcher. Uh, Boo is what like I go by. Um, so names are really important to me. So Boo Botcher is like a name within a name within a name. My real name is Bo, and I'm fully doxxed. No worries there with the government drop. But it's that's sure. not even really a government drop. It's like a nickname. I'm from the South in Virginia, so like we all have nicknames down there. Um, my grandmother's name, funny enough, was nickname. Her name nickname was Boo Boo. Weirdly enough, so like when I went to high school. I got linked up with all the skaters immediately and they were like calling me boo because I look like a pale ghost. And then they were like, you're so nice. You're like Boo Radley from How to Kill a Mockingbird. Sure. So it kind of just stuck. And when I was like trying to fig- like um, and when I was trying to find out like my Twitter account, because I-, I knew Mac Miller and he was like, yo, dude, you need to get your own personal Twitter account. It's like the future because sure. I was using like a company's account at the time when I met him. And he's like, you need your own. So I was like, okay, I need to have a word that has B-O in it that goes with boo. And I went through the dictionary and I found botcher. And botcher was like this person that tries stuff but like doesn't always get it right and is Mm -hmm. a little clumsy. And I was like, yo, that fits. So boo botcher was like born back in 2011 when I got on line and I've just kind of been that. And luckily I've never trolled anybody since I jumped on dial up back in the day. And I've just been here ever since, you know? Sure. Yeah, your uh, your Twitter says that you're an NFT beginner. Yeah, I'll be. So, it'll be one year in December, actually. Red. What was the uh, What was the first project you you were interested in? My uh, cur- one of my employers, uh, Benny of Tenacious Toys, actually got me into Web three because he was like, "You just need to try it out." But he gave me like a really big rundown on security, and then when I started looking. Um, Another former boss of mine who uh, owns Mishka Streetwear Company actually has a, a project out called Keep Watch NFT. And I was like, hey, man, I didn't know how to get ETH. You know, it's just so complicated. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, do you want to trade a toy for one of your NFTs? And he's like, sure. So he traded me like a toy. And then, like, you know, when you like have ownership and when you get an NFT, it kind of like that, that moment happens and you kind of get it. And then from there, I've kind of just been deep deep in like bear bear bull whatever i i just love it i love the innovation and the creativity in the space yeah um your your twitter says you're from new york did you grow up out in new york i'm originally born and bred in fredericksburg virginia a very small town like five generations of us um are born out in you know the same hospital and from there i went to school in vcu in richmond virginia and then moved up to brooklyn and then from brooklyn i've been between brooklyn and the hudson valley i'm very blessed so like i just keep brook i keep new york as like my profile because it's like when i'm usually meeting with people it's like the people that you you normally meet with and do business usually are in your backyard you know yeah how often do you go back to virginia Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like i was going back too much you know what i'm saying like i actually took a break for the last year sure because i just like i felt like i was going back too much and my lady and i we actually just got a house the last year and we're like finally like getting that like we each have our own studio and we each have a backyard you know so i'm like 
okay, I guess like kids are coming next, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Congratulations on the house. That's great. What? Um, Thank you. Been loving it. Yeah. What kind of music was playing in your house when you were growing up? So country music was like big thing my dad was into. And then when I started thinking about this question more, my dad had like a vinyl record uh, collection and a tape cassette collection. And when I was thinking about it, he had more like country tapes than he had like he would have Kansas and Chicago on vinyl, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like that's kind of what would get played in the house at dinner time because that's what like, you know, music my mom liked. And then in the car it would be like, you know, Dwight Yoakam, you know, some of the greats, you know, the big cowboy hats of the day. So it's funny because I I appreciate country music, but I'm not a country music person, I think, just because it was just so much of it when I was, you know, little until I couldn't have control of the radio player. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll dive into that kind of music if you don't mind. Hell yeah, let's get in it. So first up in this block, Achy Break Your Heart, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. 
to Earth or a rock from the sun. She walks into Smokies one hip at a time like a broken field runner slipping through the line. He likes the way she looks, so he calls a little wife, says, don't wait up for me, I'll be working late tonight. Wife hangs up the phone, bursts into tears, calls her sister up and cries, get over here. Sister tells her boyfriend, be back in a while, boyfriend wants a beer, the store is just a mile. He leaves the motor running, he'll only be a minute, his car drives away with teenagers in it. They scream through the night, let's get it over with. Cause and effect, chain of events, all of the chaos makes perfect sense. When you're spinning round, things coming down. Welcome to Earth, Third Rock from the Sun. The kid comes again. She saw it all, swears a giant alien is landed at the mall. Cops ring up the mayor, says there's panic in the streets. We hate to wake you up, but we can't find the chief. Mayor says use your head if he ain't in his car. He's hiding from his wife down at Smokey's Bar.
there carry on wayward son by kansas up front achy breaky heart billy ray cyrus and in the middle there was third rock from the sun by joe divot great great songs takes me back (laughs) achy breaky um i remember watching i love the 90s um and that song was on there and there was there was definitely a time where that um, like jukebox country took over the world for sure. Like Billy Ray and George Strait, and uh, like the Judds and stuff. It's it's a good tune. Oh my gosh, the Judds, yes, yeah, for real. I don't even remember watching the video to that. I just think I was young enough and it was popular enough that like people were just singing it like off key everywhere. It was just that popular. Like I remember like being at my grandparents' house, like at, in the horse stables and somebody was just like singing achy breaky heart. And then, you know, you leave walking away singing it. It's just catchy. Yeah. It spreads. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, third rock. I, I hadn't heard that song. That was new to me. That song was like the only country song that my dad and I bonded over because his nickname was Smokey, I guess. And we just, Love that. And he and Joe Diffie, he also has like another song that's pretty funny about like pickup trucks. So we, okay. we bonded over that. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up after the episode. That um, that era of country music where it's very forward and then everything drops but the vocal at the end of the line, mm-hmm. just to deliver how how important. And they even had that classic like drum roundup at the end of the yeah, Diffie yeah. song. You yeah, know, that's cool. And carry on my wayward, or carry on wayward son. I I've always said carry on my wayward, but yeah. Um, that classic rock stuff is always is always nice to hear. That one catches me because it just goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh that's a five and a half minute jam for sure. It could sixty seconds could have been taken off. It would have been okay. <laughs> Maybe half a solo here and there. Yeah, um, but that accordion or whatever. That, oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Oh, a little the organ up there. The yeah. organ, yeah. The organ. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. the organ. Um. Yeah, that, so, me personally, I first heard that song through Guitar Hero, which may uh, take us into the next segment, but even Vin on, when when we were recording the episode with Vincent, he was saying that that was a lot of his musical education was, like, Guitar Hero or Rock Band or whatever. That's actually Um, a perfect segue into the next song, which I discovered through Guitar Hero. Sure, yeah. Next segment here is three songs that expanded your idea of what music could be. Tell me about it. Um, this song in particular, I just like, anytime I hear this song, I'm just like, I get visuals. I'm like, how can a human being go this fast? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's just, it, it blows my mind to this day. You want to just hop into it? Hop into that one and then I can, I'm happy to talk at the, the other two after. Okay. Well, the, the song that blew many people's minds, including ours, Through the Fire and Flames.
What a song. Epic. <laughs> that was um, Divine Moments of Truth by Spangle. Is that Sh- what? I guess Spangle. Spangle. Right? Yeah. Sure. And to go back, so like Roulette Dares, The Haunt of Us was the Mars by the Mars Volts is what you played before. And that was like my Pink Floyd in college. I can and see it. During my experimental days. And then Spangle came into my life. And Spangle really just was like, Holy cow! I would never ever find myself here, he- like hearing, listening to this music. But I love to like show people it because they're just like, "Wow, this is insane!" And honestly, I haven't experienced it until I'm like out in the woods, like around a fire by Nature, myself, yeah, right, you know, right, yeah. yelling it. And it really taught me like to just accept all forms of music. Because funny fact about myself, I actually worked at Sam Goody 
before sure. they went out of business mm -hmm. for like a month because it was so weird. Like one part of my job was like trying to push like CDs on people. And I remember like one day, like um, it was Young Jeezy's new album was out with the snowman on it. And it, we had the merch, we had everything. And like everybody that was coming in there was like little old people. And like, I can't push this Yeezy album mm -hmm. on, you know, mm -hmm. it was nuts. So yeah, that, those, that, that, what you just played there that really opened my mind up to just like music that's just like wow this is like a whole nother level like music really is a, an art form oh complete all three of those songs really were drastically different than what was coming out at that time or even today too um yeah um gosh that yeah that shapongo song was like <laughs> super cool it was um he was saying through like that vocoder passage, LSD do DMT. Yeah. And then uh, it was be here now. I love everybody. It was, it was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It started off like some Crash Bandicoot kind of like menu music. And then it went into like scientific DVD music. And then it just took off. It was cool. I mean, it's 10 minutes, you know, you got to yeah. you got to sit down journey. and go for the ride. It's a journey yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you were talking about visuals earlier, like all three of these songs really encapsulate your mind. I think that's grounds for a, a wonderful song in my in my mind. Um, even that, like through the fire and the flames, we'll go back to the top. Um, were you gonna add a song just then? Were you about to drop a song? No, no. Because uh, you uh, said a song in your mind. I was like, wait, are you about to drop this song? Like the no. song you were thinking of? No, um, through the fire and the flames, I just imagine, like, I, I mentioned it briefly, but like a sea of red, yellow, green, blue buttons, just like in a, in a, in a challenging feat. I didn't like the first time I watched somebody play that song on guitar here. I didn't even understand how they were. They used everything <laughs> but their nose on yeah. the guitar. I was <laughs> yeah. like, how are they doing this? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was cool um such a valiant valiant song um tell me about the first time you heard it can you tell me your your age if you remember were you in middle school high school oh definitely high school probably like right around that like 16 17 year mark one of our older friends had a, a house already so it was like five of us over there packed in this little room you know, high on weed, watching one person just go hard on Guitar Hero. And yeah. then, like, you know, when it gets passed to one of your friends, like, you're rooting them on, but you're, like, cut, you're like waiting for it to get back to your buddy that just, like, rocks it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Because he takes it to these levels that you never would see visually. That was the coolest part about Guitar Hero that I, I didn't understand. Yeah, completely. Like, if you start hitting it, you really get all these visuals and everything. And it's, like, and it's interesting because that kind of gaming is very heavy in Japan and Asia. Mm -hmm. And when I went went to Japan in 2016, I was like, oh, wow, this is like just normal over here, you know? Yeah, even like the D from DDR to their version of what Rock Band was, I remember seeing like a drum kit kind of thing. Yeah, out, that like drum game, you know? DJ Hero early, like pre all the Hero series and stuff. Yeah, it was cool. Super cool. And uh, are you a Mars Volta fan altogether, or was love it Mars of... Volta? Yeah. Uh, I had the privilege of seeing at the drive-in live, and Brad. that I mean that lead singer, he he just he he knows how to do it. He yeah, just completely. knows how to control his vocals. 
They just put out some uh, a single not too long ago. Oh, I have to check and, it out. Yeah, I forgot what it was called. So much stuff comes out nowadays, right? It's hard yeah. to keep track of it all. Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, man, um, that was a great block. I really enjoyed. That was that was a mental journey through all those songs. I'm happy um, you're enjoying it because you're I dedicating am, yeah. your time to this. So I, you know, <laughs> obviously, like these songs mean something to me, but they might not mean something to everybody you know what i mean so it's, oh, i appreciate people taking the time yeah all all our listeners are gonna we're learning about boo as a person you know i'm like kind of afraid because i'm like okay <laughs> i listen to way more rap music than this i listen sure. to way more other jo- pop music you know what i mean so these questions that you had i was very honest in answering them i'm glad yeah <laughs> and that seems to be uh the consensus with everybody they're not trying to just put what they think will be the popular suggestion. There's a exactly, lot of deep cuts yeah. in all these people, which I appreciate. No, I was on. I mean, I mean we'll get into it later, but uh, yeah, in the next block, like the, that song was kind of one of the songs on there was kind of kind like hard for me to put on there, but I put it on there because it's the truth, you know, sure. to the question. Yeah, um, we can even chat about your clone a little bit if you want to. Oh, rad! Yeah, I'm happy. Uh, speaking of which, today they just announced forging. Yeah. So we're we're doing this cool thing, and on the side, everybody's going crazy on Twitter because if if you own a, if you hold a clone, not only do you get to forge your DNA, but you get to forge another Genesis outfit. So everybody can wear the same thing right. and look cool. Yeah, and the um, the Genesis shirt is going to be a free forge for you, yes. which is rad. That's cool. Super rad, super rad. They, which is great. You know, like maybe. Of course, there'll be people, the fudders, right? But whatever, just just ignore those people. Yeah, but yeah, I wanted, I didn't, I wasn't ignoring you when you sent me this interview. It was more like, again, I was still working, I was still building towards my clone, and I, I wanna, I really wanna, you know, do what Boo's about, right? And I can't come out with a Murakami flower. Let's that's, be honest. That's I love my could. Murakami flower, sure, but I don't own no IP to that, you know. Uh, I suppose. Yeah. And even you, with clone, like, you know, there's a whole legality thing you got to read, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only bummer about mine having the um, the drip chain and the drip eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to expand on it, I would have to, like, silhouette them or something. Um, Monetize just, this podcast, take that money, you know, and buy a clone. Buy yeah, another just one. Floor. I mean, yeah. they're, they're decent price right now, completely. I think, I, think, I mean... No financial advice. It, we're all gambling here, but if you're if you're going to actually use it, and not just hang it on the wall, I think it could really benefit you in the long run. Yeah, no, that's true. It's it's crossed my mind. Um, but tell me about yours. Do you have robot DNA? I had the robot DNA, and I really wanted to get Boo like uh, like the ghost. So like that's kind of like Boo. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. also like one thing that's really important about anything is like the story. You know what I mean? So like. I'm right now just kind of like heavy deep in my studio trying to build a story around this character, this IP, and then go from there versus like immediately go into stickers, immediately go into t-shirts and stuff because I, you know, I'm a little experienced in that field and I went $10,000 in debt doing that with toys because you think, oh, I'm going to spend $2,000 and just flip it for 5k and it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. I always remind people Power Rangers, it took eight years for that guy to sell Power Rangers. Like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know if I've gone eight years in anything. I think toys is the longest I've done. I've gone, and it's like 12 years now in the toy industry, designer toys, 
resin toys specifically. So definitely looking forward to getting an action figure of my clone out. Hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood. You know? red. But the AR filter was fun to make. Like I don't that that's like totally out of my field. I'm very analog. I'm old school. Mm-hmm. And like sitting down using Lens Studio, being able to use the video to just like kind of copy and make it. And then now I have five AR filters for my clone. I'm like, this is awesome. You know, so there's just so many more ways to innovate and create here, you know, versus just being like, hey, look at me. I own some blue chip, right? The braggadocious aspect. The braggadocious. And if you've seen my journey, I really wanted to get to know the community. I really wanted to get to know what we're going on here because I've gotten caught up with the keeping up with the Joneses, right? And I, I, right? Thank you. And the thing is here, I want us to, I feel like this is my vibe and this is my tribe. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and I appreciate you being a fellow clone doing this, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, uh, as long as I've been associated, affiliated, however you call it with the clone X post mint, like I've seen, I've seen you there. It's, it's rad. Yo. And I don't know. Do you know my backstory, how I was blocked from the discord because bot, 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 Sure, oh, bot is in my yeah, name. Yeah, that text in there. So yeah, I yeah, was yeah. blogged, and I thought it was like some weird thing, like where you know you join a Discord, and if you leave it, you're not allowed back in. I don't know. I was so new at the time, hmm. but hey, I'm happy it all worked out in the end, right? Yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Um, in your bio on Twitter and your Instagram, um, it links to a toy, uh, a custom toy that's a cargo ship. Um, what does it say? Where's my Where's my ship? Where's my package? I'm uh-huh. glad you brought that up because I was like sitting here and I'm like, you know, I should like share that and not be so bashful. And <laughs> I'm going to send it here on Twitter to you. The link goes directly. And this was fun for me. So this was kind of coming out of like post pan. I mean, we're still in a pandemic, right? So this hmm. was kind of like coming out of that first we're vaccinated kind of wave, right? Right. And um, the DIY comes out. Right. Projects come out. They come out. They come out. And I'm just sitting here kind of like, what do I want to do? Like, I want to I need to, like, get something going. So I wanted to do this. Where's my ship? And then what I did was I was like, I got to make this even goofier here. I sent you the link on Twitter DM. I made a commercial. I made a toy commercial for it. And sure. I like put my audio over it and it's just like super corny, like Saturday morning cartoons. But like yeah. at the end of the day. I I did I made fifty of them. We've sold twenty right now, and like in my opinion, it's a win. I had a good time. I worked with my friends on it. I got a lot of different people involved in the project. I had my friend Max Drzwinski work on the three D modeling for me. He's like my three D model master. Um, I had Nat McCarthy. She did the uh, the music on it, and then my boy Theo Kane Carvey. He did the editing on it. He also did the editing on the clone x uh party that we Mm. had that i had him edit up because honestly like i just love working and helping supporting people you know i mean i mean yeah yeah, i could learn to do it myself too but it's more fun when you work together you know like i miss like no one told you like guess what when you go on in your life it's going to be harder to make friends which it is it's just harder to make friends the older i get unfortunately Mm -hmm. i agree um so this is a this is a take on that that cargo ship that got stuck in the Panama Canal. Correct. The Suez. Yeah, yeah. The Suez, Suez Canal. That's, and it's oh, crazy because that one cargo ship really did, like, Everything. even though there was already a delay, that one cargo ship caused it to be even more. Yeah. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's in the it's in the um, news. And the thing about the resin toy scene is it's, like, very, like, Star Wars. 
like G.I. Joe, anything that you can take and recast, right? So like I felt kind of proud of myself because I was like, here's my flag. I made a ship and it's too lame for anybody to copy. <laughs> it's great, man. I dig it. Oh, and it's it's magnetic. You can take that cargo in and out. So there's plans yeah, for the future the to do stuff yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, the the packaging, the detail on it, it's all great. It looks And it to looks plug so good. this real quick, if you got Netflix, which I assume everybody does, the toys that made us on mm-hmm. Netflix, the the president of that bought one. Oh. And I just blew my mind cool. that he bought one and supported me and and I have to shout and plug him out, you know, cuz that show's sick. Yeah, completely. Yeah, oh, that's amazing, man. I'm glad. I'm happy to hear that. Um, on to our next block. We can move on. Hell yeah. Uh, three songs that you found through your friends or TV shows or just the culture around you. Um, you want me to say it beforehand and then play them? Mix it up? Yeah, we could do that and then chat about it after. All right. So so we got Wait and Bleed, Slipknot coming up first. And that was a song that like, my friend was like, bro, you got to hear this drummer. It's insane. And yeah. it just like we just played it on repeat back and forth. The next one after this is one that was hard for me to put on, but it's the truth. It's Through the Wire by Kanye West. And it's just like there was the first like before Kanye West, we had we were just listening to like Tupac and Biggie and like all of the greats. Right. And when Kanye West came out, it was like, yo, this dude survived a car accident. This dude's still rapping through his wires like, yo, like he's our Tupac, you know, and like the rest is history. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the third one we got coming up here and here is some Wolfgang, you know, because I'm a huge sci fi guy. And you cannot be into sci-fi and not be into classical music. I'm sorry. They just go hand in hand. No, completely like 2001. Oh, yeah. Two, oh, my gosh. Favorite top top five. Definitely in there. We'll chat oh, my gosh. It. If you do a movie podcast next, let me know. I'm there. Okay. I'm totally there. We'll, we'll chat about it a little bit. But up front, wait and bleed. Slipknot. Woo. I felt the air rise up in me Kneel down and clear the stone of leaves I wander out where you can't see Inside my shell I wait and bleed I felt the air rise up in me
are you, man? There's too much stuff on my heart right now, man. I'd gladly risk it all right now. It's a life or death situation, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't really understand how I feel right now, man. It's your boy Kanye Titter. Shot Town, what's going on? For breakfast, an intro for dessert. Somebody order pancakes, I just sip the scissor. That right there could drive a sane man bizarre. Not to worry, Mr. Ace to the Ezzles back to Wizard. How do you console my mom? Or give a light support. Telling her son's own life support. And just imagine how my girl feel. On the plane, scared as hell that a guy looked like Emmett Till. She was with me before the deal. she been trying to be mine. She a Delta, so she been throwing that dynasty sign. No use me trying to be lying. I've been Trying to be signed, trying to be a millionaire. How I use two lifelines in the same hospital where Biggie Smalls died. The doctor said I had blood clots, but I ain't Jamaican man. Story on MTV, and I ain't trying to make a band. I swear this right here, history in the making, man. I really apologize to everyone right now. If, if it's unclear at all, man, they got my mouth wired shut for like I don't know. The doctor said like six weeks. You know he had reconstructed. I had reconstructed surgery on my jaw. I looked in the mirror, half of my jaw was in the back of my mouth, man, I couldn't believe it. And I'm still here for y'all right now, man. This is what I got to say right here, though. Yeah, turn me up, yeah, uh. What if somebody from the shadow was ill? Got a deal on the hottest rap label of Brown. But he wasn't talking about coke and birds, it was more like spoken word. Except he's really putting it down. And he explained the story about how blacks came from glory and what we need to do in a game. Good dude, bad night, right place, wrong time. In the blink of an eye, his whole life changed. If you could feel how my face felt, you would know how Mace felt. Thank God I ain't too cool for the safe belt. I swear where the car driver two wanna sue I got a lawyer for the case to keep us in my safe Safe, my dogs couldn't tell if I I look like Tom Cruise on Vanilla Sky It was televised It's been an accident like Geico They thought I was burned up like Pepsi did Michael I must got an angel Cause look how death missed his ass Unbreakable, what you thought they call me Mr. Glass Look back on my life like the ghost of Christmas past Toys at Russ where I used to spend that Christmas cash And I still won't grow up I'm a grown ass kid Swear I should be locked up for stupid sh- that I did But I'm a champion So I turn tragedy to triumph Make Music that's fire, get yeah. my soul through the wire. Woo. You know what I'm saying? When the doctor told me I had a arm, um, I was gonna have to have a plate in my chin. I said, dog, don't you realize I'm never making it on a plane now? It's bad enough I got all this jewelry on. She can't be serious, man.
Right there, Einklein knocked music. Is that you feel good about that one? Oh yeah. Pronunciation? I can see. I can see the people run. I can see the people dancing across the ballroom every time I hear that song. Yeah. Yeah. Or the cartoons or whatever you know. Yeah, I I knew that song from like Looney Tunes, of course, but like mm-hmm. I think most recently I heard it in Alien. Um. But I was trying to think of the other movies and usages in pop culture or even, you know, through time. But a classic. I think yeah, I've most... seen it in like time lapses before. Yeah. You know, just people using it for a building going up. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell me about your buddy who introduced you to, to Slipknot. Oh my God, he's he's a funny friend of mine. That I mean, you know, you grow away from your childhood friends, but it was funny to me because... He was really into that. And then like a month later, he was giving me all of his CDs because he came from like a Christian band camp and was like, oh. I can't listen to anything with foul language. And I right. was like, fire, like, give me all these CDs. I was like, Chronic 2001, like, I'll take it. You know sure. what I mean? I'm already, on my, I'm already on my third copy. Right. Because it's funny, back in the day, CDs, you know, people would yank them. You'd like, want CD fall on the ground, it's ruined. You know, is the life of a CD was different. Yeah, in and out of the sleeve wasn't wasn't as uh gentle as we hoped that there would be and we were playing these songs on cd players like i remember i bought an osiris g bag and mm-hmm. it had like the pocket where you put the cd player yeah, in it, it hooked up, that goes through yeah. yeah it hooked up to the speakers and like i had to get a really diesel cd player because it would skip if you were skating you know yeah. you can't be listening to your tunes like that yeah and uh and through the wire tell me about how did you first hear that tune I very specifically remember like just like hanging out in my friend's like truck driving around and just him putting it like, yo, this is the newest thing that's on, putting it on and just like doing what we would normally do in an afternoon, but having this album and that just being like the album for like, you know, whatever time period and just kind of like opening our world up to that genre of music. And then during this time, you know, we were smoking a hell of a lot of weed when we were young, like 16 years old. We were going to the tobacco shop a lot, and the tobacco shop was selling fire-ass mixtapes for like 4 or $5. Sure. And they would have literally – and it's crazy because, like, I think Little Wayne – I don't know if I can be quoted on this, but I'm pretty sure Little Wayne has said that he's put out free mixtapes, and I'm pretty sure that they, these were some of them. And they would be like burned to CDs and you would buy them for five bucks and there'd be like 35 songs on there. And it'd be like Little Wayne, Pitbull. And it would be stuff that you couldn't even get now, like just people's own mixes. And like, mm-hmm. that's kind of like my friend who like opened me up to all that. And that's just, I, you know, I'll wake up at six o'clock in the morning. I'll put some heavy rap on. Like, I love it to get me going. It's yeah. I mean, you said earlier he was, he took over as your Tupac and your Biggie. 
and that I I think Kanye was my transition from boom bap like old school classic hip hop to the chip punk vocals um it just it just changed everything completely like even hearing him on like Lucifer uh you know like Jay-Z's cut and then Celebrity Overnight and you just that was like Kanye was the first guy that I really made connections with um like his production and being like oh he's uh just like Pharrell has his certain like the three the three notes start to his song or you can hear when he was in the Neptunes it was always that weird like clav with the drum kit mm-hmm. and you just hear Kanye and uh yeah I should have been more into Pharrell when you think about it because so many he was out I think he was out of Virginia Beach so, yeah, yeah. so many and like I had a friend that worked at um gosh I forgot the name of what it was it wasn't playground at the time it was something else but you know the and the clips right mm-hmm. so like but I wasn't I don't know that music like I guess you're saying like Kanye when I looked at Kanye I could relate to him a little more you know I guess because of the way he dressed you know the book bag all that that really did a lot I mean my beautiful dark twisted fantasy i mean i love that album you know just love it yeah completely and especially with the visuals that he put along with it it's just like yeah i don't i won't get into the political part of kanye you know i I do think he is an incredible artist in certain ways but watching that new documentary that came out on uh, netflix it's like i can relate even more to the person it's just like i don't know just don't you don't know anybody until you're like literally like like it's your it's your mom, right? Like you know your or your dad. Like you know your mom and your dad pretty much pretty well, but you don't know some random person on the news, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I judge artists, you know. Don't get just don't get to know your your closest artists. Like my buddy uh saw Kim and Kanye in in the city and he held the door open for them and Kim was like, "Thank you." And he was like, "You know, I I didn't say anything to him because if he had said something to me wrong, yeah, I w- it would have ruined it. It, it yeah, would have yeah, ruined it. And, yeah. and even myself, like, you know, like uh, I've avoided certain celebrities because I'm just like, oh, I don't I want to keep the facade. Right. I want to keep this image I have of them alive. I don't really want to know the real them. Yeah. Meeting your heroes is tricky for sure. Oh, it's so it's tough. I've met a few of them and, you know, they're no longer my heroes. It's it's the yeah, truth. Tragic. Yeah. Yeah. The um talking about like backpack speakers like um like Muska. I met I met Hell Muska yeah. one time I was in LA. That's and sick. you you recognize him, you know, like he's He's um, Chad Muska. You, you <laughs> yeah. have to yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um he he was on the nine club a while ago and he was telling like his journey to California and all that stuff, like really cool. And um I wish I knew that before chatting with them but skateboarders are like usually pretty casual i feel like even someone like p rod would just be like like dab you up and just be like what's up man maybe not a full-on conversation but he's not gonna dismiss yeah thanks shout out chad muska and thank you because technically chad muska and little wayne made me a lot of money because when Mm -hmm. i worked at zoomies i sold supras (laughs) and the high tops were a certain price that you would make commission Okay. And everybody that was coming in the Zoomies at the time, they didn't care what Supra it was. They just wanted a high top Supra that matched their hat or shoe sure. for that night. Yeah, and that's... it was just like done, easy two hundred fifty bucks, you wow. know. And then you make commission on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, those sky tops were so cool, man. I I wanted them so bad. 
Oh yeah, I had them all. I had them all because I had to. You know, you, they, yeah, they come yeah. in and then people point at your shoes. They're like, "Those are the ones I want." Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like now I rock Jordans hard. Like I just love some high tops. That you know? was my introduction to Jordans. Essentially, like I knew sky tops before I knew Jordans because of the skate culture. Hey, that's then, dope because that's kind of what it was inspired from. I mean, yeah. that's what it was inspired yeah, from. Yeah, tying you know? back to like Lance and all them using Jordan ones as their shoe. But yeah, it was it's really cool. It it was interesting that I entered kind of backwards, I guess, from the derivative thing to the to the OG. Yeah, like I I got into skateboarding right right before Tony Hawk landed the nine hundred, mm. and I remember when he when he landed the nine hundred that night, it was nuts because it was just like yeah. that was it. It was it blew up, you know. And it's it's wild to see how skateboarding footwear has come to where it is, and how many brands are just no more. And how many brands don't make the quality of shoe that they used to make? Yeah, if yeah, anything, yeah. there's a lot of just copies out there. I agree. I, I love agree. talking about skating. Yeah, I do too. I haven't chatted with someone skating in a hot minute. Oh, you have to get um, on another call and chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is there anything else or what are you working on currently? Tell me, Tell me what projects you have going on. I have a few like whips that are kind of just like sitting and like certain time certain times of the year it's better to release certain things in the field that i work in so there's a certain there's a couple whips that are just kind of waiting for the time to be right um other than that i'm getting things ready for new york comic-con which will be in october mm. shout out tenacious toys i'll probably be like doing something with tenacious toys collective also shout out stormy volt i think i'll be doing uh like a, a custom one-off selling with them and their theme of the show is like yolo so that's pretty that that'll be fun that way I don't have to be like to any constraint, you know. Yeah. And uh other than that just like like if anything comes up like the ship idea, you know what I mean? Sometimes like an idea will just hit you and it just won't leave you. You just have to execute it. Even if it fails, you're like, "Okay, at least I know." Yeah, that's how I feel musically. Like <laughs> like my voice memos, I have yeah. hundreds of just like even me just like singing a you know, trying to sing what I have in my mind to record for later. And some nights when I can't sleep, I'll just scroll through and like asterisk the things that I'm kind of digging to revisit later. Um, Dude, that is really a good habit to build. Honestly, I need to get into a better habit of the moment it hits me. I don't care what it is. I write it on a napkin or something because sometimes I'll like, I'll be sad because I'll be like, I had this idea yesterday Oh, and it was so good, and I cannot remember it, and it's killing me because I know it was a good idea. Yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But for three songs you love to show other people, you want to give a, a little intro and then we'll hop in? Yeah, so um, Con Clavi, Con Dio by Ghost was a song that I kind of would show, like be like, hey, listen to this ridiculousness, you know? And it's interesting because, like, I guess it's so ridiculous. It's such a mainstream band now. It's almost like, you know, it's like a Levi's jeans at this point, you know, yeah. when before it was kind of like this underground niche. And um, We Cry Together by Kendrick Lamar and Taylor Page. That's a new one. And that's a, that's a, that's a tough listen. It's a hard you know, one, like, yeah. It's a hard listen. Like, And the reason why I, I chose it, and I think it's just because like, I've had a lot of experience in life and relationships and you know when you're younger I can definitely see it here like a younger person be like I don't want to listen to this song 
because you can't relate to it. Mm. You know what I mean? But man, it's a deep, deep song. So yeah. like for the for that deeper conversation that I have with people, I'm like, yo, check this out. Yeah. So this would really get deep. And uh, the last thing's a little treat. It's the sounds of apparently Bigfoot in the Sierra not Madre Mountains in California in 1976. And it's been proven that this audio recording is 100% accurate because at the time, there was no way you could duplicate this said recording. And it's been even tested by multiple professional linguistics specialists. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh my God, tinfoil hats have come on. <laughs> Get ready for some conspiracies, but um, up front, one of the most uh, over-the-top bands I've ever listened to, <laughs> but in, but enjoy. Yeah. Con clave con Dios.
what the world sounds like. Unstable ass, confrontational ass, dumb bitches. You wanna bring a nigga down, even when I'm trying to do right. We can go our separate ways right now. You can move on with your life. Fuck you, nigga. You love a pity party. I won't show up. Always act like your shit don't stink. Motherfucker, grow up. Forever late for shit. Won't buy shit. Sit around and deny shit. Fuck around on a side bitch. Then come fucking up my well, shit. Fucking up your shit. You must be bleeding and some more shit. Bitch, I don't know shit. Fuck your feelings. You want some. See, I don't know why you like playing mind games with me. Mind Bitch, man. I ain't slow nor dizzy. I know when you being distant. I know when you fake dizzy. Get out your feelings and miss me with that reverse psychology. Man, bitch, you tripping. Who got you that roly chain? And who put that car in my name? But you think I'm going to kiss your ass? Nah, nigga, you fucking lame. You know what? Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, nigga. Nah, fuck you, bitch. Nah, fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, bitch. Nah, fuck you, nigga. Nah, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Harvey Weinstein had to see his conclusion. You the reason R. Kelly can't recognize 
up. We all know you still playing this music. Said I'm tired of these emotional ass, ungrateful ass bitches. Fake innocent, fake feminist. Stop pretending y'all sentiments ain't really then what you defending. It's a split decision. Bronze like you and real victims. Let's talk the truth. Women in general just can't get along. When Tosh got a man, you didn't pick up the phone. When they got a job, you said you stay at home. Why all be bitches don't feature on each other's songs? What the fuck is you talking about? Never mind, bitch, I'm walking out. Whatever, nigga, I'm off you Your now. evil ass kept me well in doubt. Pussy nigga, best watch your mouth. Pussy and mouth is all you got. Lay this pussy back on the couch. Doggy style, then you get on top. Fuck me, nigga. I'ma fuck you, bitch. No, fuck me, nigga, fuck me. I'ma fuck you, bitch. No, fuck you, fuck me. You playing, man. Fuck me. Nah, you playing. Stop tap dancing around the conversation. Rain for night, Bill.
two of them across the creek at the big rocks. It's a hard act to follow. You sound like he talks to others and they talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a version of it that had the audio later of the of the people trying to call out taken off. But I couldn't find it. I feel like I heard it before once though. But it's it's crazy. Like you hear it, it's almost like it sounds almost like an Asian language, but it's not. Like a monk. Like it's wild how it sounds. Someone's gonna be driving home on a dark road <laughs> late at night and they're they're going to be listening to this episode and they're just going to be spooked yeah and the static's really up too so like i don't know what audio skills you got but if there's any way you could just harness the background sound that's going on and like crank that up that would really spook some people because it's there's no way a human can imitate the, the the vocals. We don't have the uh, body for it that they've determined. Hmm. Yeah, it's gnarly though. It's gnarly. That's the only Bigfoot thing I'm into. Everything else, I'm like, it's hogwash. <laughs> yeah, we we call them Bigfoot where I'm from. Um, Sasquatch sounds uh, like an East Coast thing, I suppose. They're called something everywhere. That's the coolest part. Yeah, they exist Do in every culture. That's the that's one thing I really find fascinating. Did you ever have any encounters with cryptids or um, paranormal beings or anything? The like that? only, I guess, paranormal experience I uh -huh. had was I'm ready for it. My grandparents, uh, my dad's side. It's actually in a book, The Ghost of Fredericksburg. I mean, I don't want to dox my family too much, you know, but it's it's in a book. I'm not trying to give away my family's address, but there's um, the the house is haunted. There's a little girl that died there and you know back in the day said she had water on the brain you know obviously she had like some mental issues going on and they kept her away in the attic until she died and uh when my grandfather was like renovating the property he actually like when he was putting in the garden he actually dug up graves by accident and had to put the coffins back and i mean oh my gosh can't even imagine what that was like and so one day i was sitting there and i heard what i thought a car come up and close the door and I didn't really think much of it. You know, it just was like, and then somebody told me later I had heard the carriage, which is a horse-drawn carriage. But now I used to take care of uh, the land around for the caretaker. I used to help him at the place that John Wilkes Booth ran to after he shot Lincoln. And we went up in the attic. And with the Ouija board and we were all dead serious. And we were all like, let's, you know, and nothing happened. 
You know what I mean? So it's almost like, I guess for me, I don't know if I want a spirit to come along. I would love to see a UFO. I'd give anything to see one, but I haven't seen one yet. Um, Mm. I wish my grandfather was alive because Stan Freeman, who passed away in 2014, signed a physics book and sent it to my grandfather. And my grandfather had an observatory built on the property to hunt for UFOs or whatever, just stargaze. And it's, I wish he was alive because it's like, they're real, right? They told us they're real. I'm like excited for the next phase. So the Bigfoot thing is interesting to me because somebody had a theory that the Bigfoot is technically maybe an ET that looks like something like that in order to scare away. And a lot of people talk about seeing bright lights and orbs when these things are around and they peer and teleport in. And I was thinking like, well, you know, it's almost just like tribes who would say back in the day, this fishing spot is haunted, but it was really an amazing fishing spot because they wanted to keep the fish for themselves. So it's a mystery. I'm, I'm, I'm happy though, that I'm living through this moment of like, yes, disclosure almost is, it seems like it's coming full disclosure. You, you live an interesting life. Thanks, man. I try. <laughs> so I had um, Cook and Jack on here recently. and I loved it. I listened to the whole thing. And he went off on when I just asked him what conspiracies was. Mm-hmm. And, and he, it was seven and a half minutes of um, captivating, a um, captivating monologue. And um, I found your thing that you seem to be captivated by it's just you can imagine what it was like when we had dinner together yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) if you know you know right yeah exactly yeah it's kind of like there's certain things that like when you see them you can't unsee them and like one thing i tell people to try and relate to people is like with tony hawk and landing the 900 if you watch the hbo series or many movie the movie that just came out uh, describing his life till the wheels fall off yeah right and if you were to just stop that movie halfway through right that's like my life Hmm. you haven't seen me land the 900 yet i'm sitting here kind of telling you like yeah i'm gonna go in the air i'm gonna spin around three times i'm gonna come down and you're just kind of like oh okay like you know I don't really know what that means. And that's like how I feel like Cook and Jay feels too. Like he, people are like, what have you been doing? He's like, well, I'm in this clone thing. I'm talking about drip. I'm talking about Evo. And people are like, what are you talking about? Completely. Yeah. You know, and I feel that way too. Cause like sometimes like people, and I want to regress on something I said earlier when I said, what you should do is you should do this. You shouldn't do nothing, bro. You should do whatever you want. Like if you don't want to do a, a movie podcast, don't do it. Cause one thing that shuts me down is like when, People are like, well, boo, you should do this. And I'm like, no, like I'm doing this. Like in my opinion, I feel like this is a movie I've seen a million times over. And I want to be a part of the credits when it rolls because look at marijuana, look at skateboarding, look at aliens. Like you can be an Olympic gold medalist now with, with skateboarding. You can have a million dollar, if you, I mean, you're probably too late, but you can have a really good business with marijuana. And UFOs are now talked about like it's, you know, and they NASA hired like like 24 theologists to talk about how are we going to tell the general public that there is something else out there so yeah it's hard it's it's interesting i get it i mean galileo you know he had to regress his theory of like the earth revolved around the sun because they were going to burn him it feels like that sometimes you know no i agree 
Do you want to you want to circle back to some ghosts? You want to talk about ghosts, or you want to? That was it for the ghosts. Because <laughs> I've tried. I, I I've literally tried, and I don't think I feel like I'm missing that. Like I don't know what the word is. Like that sense. You know what I mean? Like some people are just like more in tune and sensitive to that, and I do feel that. And I'm I just I don't know. Maybe I'm like a I'm an old soul that like it's okay. I'm a, I'm okay down here because this planet feels old as hell. Like, I don't feel AD, that AD BC bullshit. I don't agree with that. Like, this planet feels ancient. So, I get deep. Sorry. I go, I go with it. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. No, we're, we're learning about Boo here, you know? Yeah. I love, I love talking about like deeper things. Cause I mean, you know, I respect all religions and people can talk about religion and something written down in a book by people. So, I don't, and I get it because then it's easier to go on a guide. Like, and I think about Warhammer, and it's easier to paint my models based off of a guide than it is for me to just be like, I'm going to try to throw a new paint scheme out there. Like, when you're an artist, finding your style, right? Just like your sound, right? It's one of the most difficult things to find, especially if you're trying to be unique and if you get caught up in the selling point of it all, you know? I'm just trying to be me and, and get through this life. But the thing that I think would be the coolest thing is to leave something behind like a high five, right? The high five is like the coolest thing ever and nobody knows who created it. I think that would be dope. That's that's something we're all trying to achieve, whether whether we really believe it uh, or not. You know, like some people, and it and it depends on how much your heart is in it. Some people really want fame or streams or you know just like money or whatever but some people want to really affect people and leave a legacy like you said and i think one thing that's really cool about this space and as you interview people and and as you go on this journey is we're all different ages we have all different experiences we're all different you know from different cultures and so we've been through things so different and it's interesting and like i plan on listening back to all of these because it's like it teaches me something new about somebody every time and that's why like I don't I don't really judge try to judge people anymore. I just love and if it's something that like doesn't really like vibe with me, I try to wonder like okay, why am I feeling this feeling? And then if I like I'm like okay, I'll move away from that. Like distance over dis- disrespect. I think a clone said that and I like that. It's it's all words to live by. I mean, just just like you said, love. Like But we just- can be positively um blunt sometimes too like we don't have to be all like rainbows and you know cherry lollipops right right? Right. like we can address the elephants in the room when they need to be as well in a non-fud way yeah and and to get into it on those days when i need just to you know let loose (laughs) yeah that's where we go with this next song right uh yeah, let's just hop in. We're gonna <laughs> skip. We're gonna skip. We cry together. Um, you played it. I know, but I'm saying like talking about it. We don't need to talk about. It. Oh, we don't have. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I think it's self-explanatory. It's self-explanatory. Yeah, it's yeah. It's that's such a deep. That's dude. That could be a whole three hours, right? I was. I was just gonna. I was gonna come back. But please ask. Yeah, please. No, it's fine. No, I, I want to know. Say why? Why do you like doing that to people? Doing what? exposing them to that song you said you love to show people oh i haven't showed anybody except for uh my girlfriend 
mm-hmm. and one other person because it's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And- it's not something that, and I, oh, I put it on my Facebook and I got no likes. Like, you know what I mean? But like, I think it's a, I think it's a deep conversation between men and women that needs to be had before it gets to that point. You know what I mean? Like on both, on both spectrums. Like we all have this, like, what it is to be a man, what it is to be a woman. And like, it's just, it gets tough, you know? And like, as my friend who's in a a serious relationship told me, he's like, sometimes it's just, it's sticky. (laughs) Like, and Mm -hmm. as my mom told me, like, sometimes when you're with somebody, you're just living, you're just going day at a time. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's just that song. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Like maybe sometimes if somebody's feeling feeling a certain way, I could send it to them and they may they may stop from doing something that they would regret doing, right? Yeah. And it's also sending it to somebody that may need to realize they need to escape something. Or it's like, yo, y'all don't need to sweat the small stuff. Like it's very like again, it's a very it's it an covers, onion. it's yeah. an onion. It's an onion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, everything about a relationship is is in that song essentially. Yeah, sorry if it. I'm, I apologize to drop it on people like that. It's I, I man, people are gonna be like, "What the hell?" I know it's deep. And to go from like that, so much strain and anger in the voice to like, like they're just so over it, and they're like the lack of communication is finally building up, and then you get. Which, which, if we get into that, I personally don't like to have makeup sex. Like, I don't like to do it. I don't like to, because then it's like every time you have a fight, it's like a reward, right? Right. Like, I've only, I'm not going to put a number to it, but the times it's happened has been out of passion and just like out of the moment. Like, so that, like, that, like, it's not, that's not a song I play on repeat every day. You know what I mean? That just that when I heard that album and that song came on, I was like, wow, like Kendrick, you have big balls, dude, like for doing this. And the things that he is saying in the song about the music industry yeah. and R&B. And like, I mean, it, like I said, like you can just sit down and just like d- like take that song word for word. It's like a I speech almost, yeah. you know. But yeah, I'm glad you brought it back up because... Like, again, that's the elephant in the room we want to talk about. These are hard conversations to have. And, like, you know, let's, if you're feeling that way in your relationship, right? Like, let's pull back and let not, let's not get, get it to that point. And, you know, for other people that to give it a little more context, like, I feel something with that song because it's like a deep, long relationship with somebody else. It's not like this isn't a song from, from like some Tinder date I met the other day. Like, clearly, y'all, that red flags, right. <laughs> red flags. Ongoing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, since y'all are uh, feeling some some type of way about any of these songs, um, sometimes you need to let out that frustration. And uh, do you have anything that you want to plug one more time, or just chat about before we jump into this last segment? No, I mean, we can play this and then I'm happy to just talk about it a little bit. And then I have one more thing to say before the final song. Okay. I usually do the last three and that's the end of the epa. We can do... Oh, you can do that. That's We can cool. do the two and end on the last song. That's fine with me too. Oh, actually, do I like doing the last three like this. Okay, so cool. So the... Let me come back here. Rewind. So these mm-hmm. two songs that you're about to hear... 
um, are songs that I always love. And when I mean love, it's not like something like I wear on my chest. Love, like love is a very complex term for me as well. So like the first song we got up is Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit, And it is just like face value what it is. Like if I need to, to like those days when you know you got to throw up and you'll feel better when you do. That's this song for me. I just got to like play it, get it over with, move on with my day. And then the follow up with that, it's killing in the name of Rage Against the Machine. The message is very true to this day. I think it's almost like infinite. It's like every empire, like this song could be played in every single empire that's ever existed. And then just to wrap it up with the last uh, tidbit of sound is like, I feel like we are all just vehicles you know, this body that we're in is just a vehicle and we're just here and we're all just doing the best we can. And the beautiful part is if we all step back and realize that 8 million miles away, this beautiful sun is heating us up and there's more to this than just a follower count. There's more to this than just, you know, the most likes, the the coolest swag, the nicest car, the hottest girl, quote unquote, in the scene or hottest guy. Like it's more than this. When you When you see it, you can't unsee it. So love and thank you all for taking the time to listen to us. I can go on all day. Love it. Yeah. This your even your speech before the greatest speech, you you brought forth a storm. I don't know if you can hear it, but Oh sick. It's it's raining. Dope. Yeah. Is that why it got so dark on your yeah. screen? Yeah, it's it's I thought you were like setting the mood. I was like, <laughs> man, he's really dedicated I'm to about the show. to love in my room right now. I love to this, it. To this you have like a table picked out. You're going to just snap in half. <laughs> I'm going to turn my, my metaphorical red fitted backwards and listen to this song. This has been Boo. Lovely chatting with you, man. Hell yeah. We'll chat again soon. Would love to have be on here again. Thank you everything you're doing. And I hope more people tune in. And you know you have my full support. Thank you. Thank you. This has been Lost and Found. Clonix Radio. This is Break Stuff.
I'm sorry. But I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate, only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie, they do not fulfill that promise, they never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite!